Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Ali Reiner. Welcome to This Is Not Legal Advice. Um, I've been promoted today. Lee can't make it, unfortunately, this week. So I've been promoted to the host, which is awfully exciting. Um, so who am I? Well, I'm a member of Project Positive Change um, and I'm a loved again coach. I work with women who are trying to make a decision on whether they want to stay married or not, trying to, to understand uh, what their options are and really getting in touch with, with who they are and what's, what's going to be best all around for them. Um, I work predominantly online. I work predominantly, as we're doing today, via, uh, via Zoom. Uh, and I, I really take people inside themselves. I, I help them really get to know who they are at their core, but more than get to know, accept and love who they are. Because when you know and love yourself, it's so much easier to allow love into you. And it's so much easier to make those empowered decisions on how you want to move forward with your life. So that's, that's a little bit about me. We'll, we'll touch again on what, what I do as we go through the, um, the interview. But I'd like to introduce you today to Fiona Robertson. Uh, Fiona, would you like to introduce yourself to the, the viewers today? Yeah, thanks very much, Ali. Um, I'm Fiona Robertson. I'm known as the Body Renewer, and I help predominantly women um, understand what's going on in their body. Um, I'm also a body whisperer, which means that... Um, we have to understand that our weight or some of the physical symptoms that we get are symptoms and our body is talking to us on a, on a different level. I can help you lose weight with nutrition, with exercise, with um, understanding your stress levels um, because basically stress levels altering your hormones and then alters your body. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of different things that I'm sure we're going to just touch on today that'll give you an idea about how you can renew, reset, and um, reboot your body and get it on side. Even you can even talk to your body as well as just listen to your body. You can actually talk to your body. And, you know, it is a living, breathing, reconstructing thing every single day. Much like Ali probably realized, and obviously a relationship is as well. It's, it's continually evolving and you can start from scratch at any point. And that's basically what I teach. Teach you how to learn how to eat again, to love your body and to love your life. So it's never just about your food. It's never just about the weight. It is a symptom of what else is going on in your life too. And that's something that we see practically every week on this show is the problem is never the problem it's merely a symptom of what's what's going on underneath and yeah. you know of course being you know the nature of this show is we talk about you know relationships we talk about people who are wondering you know the, the women that I would work with um, wondering whether they can stay married or women who are going uh, women and men who are going through divorce going through that procedure or what it's like when you come out the other end and a lot of the time, you know, when, when you're in that stress situation that you were talking about, uh, the last thing we're thinking about is our bodies. The last thing we're thinking about really is... It goes to the bottom of the pile. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> you what I call survival mode. You go into survival mode, which I'm sure you're perfectly aware of with a lot of the, the ladies that you speak to, ladies and guys that you speak to, is that we, we just go into survival mode. And there's there's... Everything else matters far more. Your finances matter, where you live more. It's the Maslow's hierarchy, you know, that you go to the bottom level. You go to, like, the things that kind of, that you need for survival. Water, yeah. food, heat, warmth, you know, those yeah. kind of things. Until you've got those things in place, then you start thinking, right, okay, so I don't know, I don't like what's happened to my body. So now I need to think about um, working on my body. And then people come to me to do with the weight, and it's, 
like you say it's 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 never about the food in the end it's to do with all sorts of other things mm -hmm. that's it and you know I've, i have clients myself who are hiding behind their their excess weight it's yeah. a way of keeping the world at bay um yeah. there's a safety behind it if I, you know you're not going to look at me if I, if I don't feel comfortable myself then nobody else is going to look at me so it's almost yeah. a way of, of keeping your keeping the world as we were talking about before we started keeping the world at arm's length until you build that sort of inner resilience up that you know what i call self-love where you, you've built that relationship with yourself up again so that you know yeah we have to we have to know how to be resilient um in every situation so for example if a bomb goes off over there or something or some disaster or, or whatever's going over there how is it affecting you you know and i deal with a lot of ladies sometimes who've been through abuse or just they're just generally unhappy or they've had bad experiences in the past and they're just very vigilant all the time they're very jumpy mm -hmm. and um they don't feel safe in their bodies and they don't trust their bodies in other words they don't trust the universe they don't yeah. trust life and and generally anything so you can understand why the body then is is then protecting them and it's not just that they're overeating but their body chemically protects them it just goes into this particular chemical reaction this hormonal phase of kind of like right well this is happening then that then that then that and it doesn't only make you crave sugars but it turns anything that you're eating into sugar so what i help you do is kind of to change your to change your fuel source it's a bit, bit like driving a diesel car and putting petrol in it <laughs> you have to know what your body code is and so in which case you have to change over your fuel source um, and we had a very quick chat earlier on and it, it's not just about when you're dissatisfied um, that we are turning to food because this is the quickest way to the heart um, it's uh, you know food or alcohol or whatever habit we have often goes via the mouth but because you haven't really worked out what it is you want otherwise so I call them missing nutrients. So until you understand what makes you tick, what really made you tick, like, you know, go back to when you were a girl and how you felt in your body and all the kind of things you enjoyed doing and why you don't do them anymore. It's because you become an adult. You've gone into survival mode and earning money and raising kids and looking after a house and protecting yourself from an abusive spouse or whatever it is. Um, until you find out what those missing nutrients are, you'll you're looking in the wrong direction for yeah. your solace for your um to fulfill your soul yeah i've got this lovely it's all it's an image that i have of um of us and for me what you're describing that sort of feeding yourself whether it's alcohol whether it's food whether it's shopping whether it's you know yeah. sex whether whatever it is that you're you're actually feeding yourself with it's you know we're kind of like a a donut and we're feeding that hole in the middle and what yeah. we really need to do is turn it around and, and be feeding you know feeding our souls what's what's good for them that, and that's for me where the the connection with self is that's where you know that's a reconnection which is what you're talking about that going back to who was i and i've just been through an experience um recently actually you know we, we kind of cut off from who we are yeah. um or who we were as we grow we we tend to close down that last chapter the chapter before and we we think that you know this is the best version and i i was confronted with myself as a, a sort of late teen early 20 
part of myself that I'd completely forgotten about. And I realized that I, you know, there was so much there that I should have been bringing forward with me. And, and I'd closed it down. And I'm trying to really tap into to that, you know, that younger version of me, that sort of tenacious little um, where you know, nothing, you know, nothing should stand in my way except my own imagination. Yeah, and that's... Don't forget, you know, the world that we live in, our parents were never available to be opened up to this they were very much on the career ladder they're very much in the in the male organization mainstream main structure of the world you know earning living <clears throat> and all those kind of things we're living in a very 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 different time now when you think you know that the leisure industry is so huge and free time and holidays and self-care and self-development is a huge part of who most 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 of the people I know, but it's not necessarily most of the population. Um, you know, it's a huge part of our life. Yeah. I mean, what luxury. I it mean, is. our parents never had that to teach us. They, they just didn't know it. So we're having to learn from scratch. We, we spoke briefly very earlier about, you know, um, I'm very much a doer. I'm very much a bulldozer. I can get anything done. And then I realized um, it was actually when I went to a funeral. I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. Feel feel what's what's feel feel I didn't feel anything because I'd shut my feelings yeah. down so far to protect myself because yeah. I didn't want to feel because I was always like oh god Fiona you're such a sensitive soul just for heaven's sake just you know get on with life and put that behind you and I was like no, but I feel it it upsets me if I see something on a film I cry yeah. so you, know, you end up shutting all those feelings down I've had to re-educate myself how to feel and I educate my clients again that it's okay to have a full range of emotions and, more than okay, it's and deal with those emotions and it's not necessary. be of those emotions so all the stuff I do is like how does that feel where do you feel it in your body what's your body telling you right now are you str I always go like high stress low stress how are you how are you feeling are you stressed are you anxious because they all vibrate at a certain, yeah. at a different level and they vibrate yeah. differently within the body. And when you know that, oh my God, you're flying. It's like, okay, well, that's what that is then. And you also think, that's not my feeling. That's coming from them. Yeah. So it's nothing to do with me. That's none of my business. I don't have to get embroiled and um, dramatized about that. I can just, yeah. okay. This is how I feel about it, and I don't have to get so emotional about it. It's it's not necessary. That's that was a huge lesson for me. It really, but what, how would you um, suggest that people start on that journey? Because a lot of the people that watch this are people who are actively going through. They're maybe not in a personal development journey. They yeah. haven't yet started that, and a lot of the time, what you know, what I see certainly with my, my own clients is getting lost in busyness to avoid those feelings and to avoid having to face them. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and that's, you know, and that part, busyness is another thing. It goes with food. It goes with, uh, with alcohol. It goes with shopping. It goes yeah. with, you know, it's, it's an avoidance. It's it's, avoidance yeah, it's, it is an avoidance tactic, but it feels real. So, you know, I, I'm going through a divorce. It is hell. It's, you know, he's seeing this, she's seeing that, my family are upset, the kids are this, my, you know, my, the kids are devastated, and I am throwing everything into it, I'm busy, busy, busy dealing with all these things. How would you stop somebody 
that's you know, because that's reality and, and someone said that is reality <laughs> so how do you stop that and how do you get them to the, the place where they can take a step back and say but does it have to be like that yeah the step the step-by-step program that i do there's there's a very basic step-by-step program so i mean i call it peace with food but ultimately it's peace with everything so if you speak to anybody and say so what was it what would be the feeling that you would want most of all and they'd come up with all sorts of different things i'm saying okay those are words in your head mm-hmm. now we have to sort of say what, what does it feel like so most people have never kind of gone below the neck so i would take people on a journey um and i'm going to be doing this later on with ppc group as well it's like take you out of your head so that you're not only in your head analyzing strategizing planning fearful thinking Mm -hmm. um so you bring yourself into your body so i take people on a journey that that really connects them with their body reconnects them with their soul but reconnects them with their body it's like all right okay that's that that's what peace feels like i like that And it's a completely different world than yeah. being in your head. I, the only time they get peace is when they go to sleep. And if they yeah. can't go to sleep, then they drug themselves to go to sleep or whatever. And that's something actually yeah, that I, I take clients on that journey as well in a, a slightly different way. And as much as we have these generic words that we use, peace. Well, I, I want peace. We all want world peace. We all want peace. We all right. want whatever respect or love or whatever. What does that actually mean yeah. for you? Because yeah. what it means for you is different to what it means for me. Yeah. And unless I can actually describe either how it feels for me or, or what it means for me, how can I impart that? How can I, you know, and how can I actually take that into myself? So, yeah, it's, it's so important, well, um, being, especially in, in, um, in these stress situations where yeah. communication yeah. is already broken down or is, yeah. is difficult. If I can actually express what peace means for me, how I want to feel, how I'd like you to feel, you know, what I, I would desire, you know, as an outcome from the situation, whether it's, you know, reconnecting in my marriage or getting out of it in a safe yeah. and safe. Uh, but using the actual description of the word rather than generics, I think is-, is Well, that's really- still in your head, you know, and they still haven't been able to feel it. So what I do is eventually I'm able to sort of say, can you feel that not in your stomach? Can you feel the melting in your stomach? Can you feel this? Can you feel that? Can you feel, you know, so we start with a heartbeat or we start with the breathing so that you actually become inside the body and then you become aware of, you know, even your vocabulary and say, you know, eventually you're able to go, actually, that makes me really angry. Wow, great. You know the difference between angry and sad or excited. Actually, I thought I was um, nervous, but actually I'm excited. You know, and then you get to know all the different um nuances between the particular emotions i mean there there are plenty um and we clear those away as well because what i'm able to do is we go back to the first time you felt it it could be in in this life or it could be in a previous life that you are predisposed to stress but stress is a big word it covers an awful lot of things it covers you know the guilt the shame the sadness the hurt the 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 anger the frustration you know and all those kind of things and sometimes you just need to sort of go back and decipher where it's coming from and then clear it and kind of go you know what i just i just i just don't feel that anymore and your communication becomes so much clearer when when you can feel what's going on in your body and you're aware of what's going on rather than what's in your head, one of the main things I have to do is help people feel safe. 
and yeah. safe in their own bodies. I, I had to do this with my boy who was being bullied at school for a while. So um, I gave him a route to finding his safe place. And with that, he became much, and my clients too, they become much stronger. I mean, my, I always talk with my hands because it's this feeling that you are just, you're taller, you're stronger, you've got your boundaries, you're set, you know who you are, what you do, what you stand for. And when you're in that energy, things just bounce off you. You don't get muddled and, and tangled in every, all the crap that goes on around you in your day. But if you're in victimhood and if you're in victim energy, you're almost inviting that in. So well, I would say it's probably the same for your clients as well. You know, what certainly. you feel, you invite. Well, that's certainly that, you know, part of it is we don't, we don't understand that we're in victim mode. Certainly for the longest time, I, um, yeah. I, I probably played martyr rather than victim, but there, there's such, you know, it's such a, a fine line between one yeah. and the other. And the, the ultimate desire is the same. I want something from you. I want recognition from you, or I want help from you, or I want validation, or I want, I want, I want. Um, but we don't understand that. We, we, we have this, again, preconceived idea of what being a victim is. And, and it's not somebody who wants you to understand how I'm feeling. That's not, you know, that's not what we, we envision. Um, so it's really, again, understanding, for me anyway, um, teaching people to understand what it actually means, what that means, and how that, you know, how disempowering that is uh, in your own life, in your own self, um, and then opening up to, to making, a, making a change, making a decision more than anything, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So how am I going to step back into my power? How am I going to, you know, I think that's I it. When, when people sort of, I know for myself, when I scream, I don't want to feel like this, I don't want to live like this anymore. And it could be to do with the kids or something like that. But what I've also realized is along my journey, I started dieting when I was 12 year old, years old, I was trying to follow my mum. I was actually trying to make a connection with my mother. Yeah. And um, what I also realized through my years is that I changed what I was eating to connect with the people. So often it's not what I want to eat. It's not the fuel that works for me. But to get on their level, I change what I eat or I change the amount or what I eat or how I eat. So to understand where you are first kind of helps you understand <clears throat> that you don't need to alter yourself to please another which must go along very much along the same lines for you so like if you're if you're eating the same as someone else it's going to have a different effect on your body than it would of someone else as well as how you're thinking about the food will have a different effect on on your yeah. body whereas it doesn't make an effect on someone else's body at all because they're a different person to you yeah. their experiences are different and you know why are you choosing that food how does that food make you feel i had a brilliant brilliant example of that just recently I had a client who always went for this particular kind of chocolate and I said okay so how does that chocolate make you feel well it's kind of sweet and it's kind of creamy and we went through the whole description thing I said so how does it feel when it's when you eat it when it's in your mouth she said oh god I just I just I just melt I said right, okay so is there anything else that you could do rather than eat the chocolate that would um, just, you know, until we sort you out in other ways, that would really help you. And I said, what other, I said, you're very tactile. You're always kind of stroking your pillows or stroking something or fabric. So what else? I said, what do you love to have in your hand? What's one of the favorite textures you have in your hand? And she said, oh, you know that, 
children's play-doh she said I love the way it just oozes through my fingers I said oh that's great I said now what color would it be and she said um oh it would be blue I'd love blue she put some in her handbag and then whenever she had to take her mum to hospital and she had these very stressful days and she had to you know, wait for her mum and all that kind of stuff she used to treat herself when she went home with like a packet of these chocolate bars or whatever and yeah. on the car seat and she used to just play with the play-doh when she was waiting in the hospital or something and she was really fulfilled and satisfied with such a little you know trick that was just hers and it wasn't until she got home one day and her husband said oh let's just open a bag of crisps and do what we normally do and she went i don't feel the need Incredible. So, but if we take that again, um, if we take it back to the, the stress situation of, of coming out the other end of a, a divorce yeah. and you're just beginning to get back in touch, you, you know, you've begun to put that behind you, you're beginning to heal from it, you're beginning to, to be able to look back at, at yourself and say, okay, how can I become the person, because it's yeah. neither male or female, how can I become the person that I want to be? Yeah. What, you know, what would you, when you've gone that? so far the other way. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, big, yeah, and as you said, you, you touched on it earlier, you said, you know, we, we, we go into survival mode, especially in, in difficult situations like this, and we, we have to make sure that we have somewhere to live and the bills are going to be covered, and, you know, and those things have to be taken care of. For me, um, I would go further. If I'm not taking care of me, um, none of that matters because I'm not going to be capable of looking after that to the best of my ability. But a lot of people haven't reached that stage. So, you know, someone's going to come out of this situation. They've managed, they're, they're eventually, they can feel their shoulders coming down because everything's been vaguely sorted. But how do they start that journey back towards themselves? How do they start that journey to reconnect with themselves so that they can then go on and have those fulfilling relationships not necessarily romantic, but, you know, those fulfilling relationships going forward, letting go of that stress. It's funny, I spoke to a hypnotist a little while ago about, about something very similar as well. Um, and he said, you know, one of the main, main, main sort of clients that come into me, they just want to lose weight. And, you know, so long as you're saying to yourself, oh, for God's sake, look at yourself. And, you know, you don't like the reflection in the mirror and those kind of things. Again, your body mirrors back to you what you what you say to it. So, I mean, like if, you, if you're calling yourself for one of the words that people often use is disgusting or I can't look at you, I don't want to. You know. So, stop looking at yourself. Almost, just kind of like, and to really start appreciating what your body is doing. So, you know, there's a, there's a rampage that I do. Like, oh my god, I'm so grateful for my arms and my legs and my heart is pumping and my lungs are working and my hair is still on my head or or whatever it is and like where's the appreciation so starting point could be the fact that you really need to start appreciating what is working for you and your body is doing a fantastic job and often what I say at the end of when I'm working with people is like are you able to say thank you to your body yet for what she's done or what he's done for you because it's only been doing its job and protecting you and doing its absolute utmost to keep you alive it's the same as, you know, when you, when you go completely the other way, health-wise, your pH level, pH or die. You know, when you understand what your kidneys are doing, what your body's doing for you, you think, what a phenomenal, what a phenomenal thing this body is. The same for any woman who's had a baby. It's like, oh my God, what a miracle. 
Yeah, so you would say do that first thing in the morning, you're waking up and, and actually start to appreciate. Yeah, almost going through, you know, okay, first of all, God, I woke up. Thank yeah. you. That means that you worked well during the night. Thank yeah. you to my fingers that are about to, to start moving and put the kettle on. And thank you to my, you know, to my eyes that can see where I'm looking. Yeah. And appreciate really, literally feeling yeah, into it. Yeah, I know that when people are going through a divorce and I mean, I've, I've been there, you know, you, you get into the downward spiral and nothing looks great. Nothing, everything's bad. But at some point you need to start talking to yourself nicely, appreciating what's going on, appreciating what is working. Um, sometimes before you even start looking at your nutrition or, and, and for God's sake, don't start exercising because I see people all the time exercising and they're doing themselves more damage than anything else. It's adding an immense amount of stress to their body. They're already in stress. Your body actually only loses weight when it is okay. You know, you've got no insulin running around the body. You've got none of this, none of cortisol, no stress hormones. But when it is relaxed, the retreats I do, people say, I've never slept so much in my whole life. And they feel great. Okay, we've done a detox. We've cleaned the digestion system. We've reset the hormones. We've done all those kind of things. But it's, it's actually, a lot of it is the rest. We're breathing fresh mountain air. We're going walking. We're going down by the beach. And they're like, wow, I find out who I am again. And it's the rest that allows the body to release if you keep yeah. going all the time and you don't give yourself proper sleep and catch all those nice delta waves at that night time when your body's going into the growth hormone then your body's not going to change it's still going to be in survival and stress mode yeah and so for a start yeah. if somebody's stressed with with uh, weight divorce and survival mode the first thing you're probably going to need is an awful lot of sleep yeah and that's something, yeah, it's something I'm passionate about. I cannot, I can live with seven hours sleep a night, but I really, really thrive on eight. I've <laughs> always been that way. And it's something, it's, it's a non-negotiable. I go to bed early because I have to be up blooming early because, because of these pesky kids. Um, <laughs> but for me, it's a non-negotiable. And it's the, it's the one place that I find that when I'm not sleeping well, you know, or I've been through a really busy time and I'm maybe sort of averaging five to six hours a night, I can feel myself already beginning to bloat up. My body starts to, to hold on to, you know, to liquid and to, you know, and I feel uncomfortable in my, myself. Yeah. So I think it's, it's absolutely true. I wake up in the morning, if I've had enough sleep, my, I feel light, I feel regenerated and I feel ready to go. Yeah, but without sure. it, no. So, so on that note, um, any last words of advice before I ask you just to, to tell us where we can find you? <laughs> yeah, there's four cornerstones and it really is dealing with, you know, looking after your hormones, looking after your quality of sleep. Yes, of course, exercise is in there, but it's not, you know, you're never going to lose the belly with sit-ups if you're stressed and all the rest of it. So we're dealing with stress, the hormones, the nutrition, with your exercise. And I look at the spiritual side and the mindset side as well. So really how you're talking to yourself. Mm -hmm. And th those are the elements that are very, very important and reconnecting with your body and your soul. Yeah. Because it's only, it's only a mirror, like you say, it's a symptom of whatever else is going on. And it's only mirroring back to you how heavy you find life. 
how much are you carrying of other people's problems you know all those kind of things and depending metaphysically what issues you have physically it's your body sending you a signal um so it could be weight on the hips it could be weight on the tummy it could be weight on anything else and um you know you know what it feels like when you feel fabulous in your body you can you can remember what you were wearing you can remember what you were doing and if you can get somehow back to that feeling and keep that going perpetually continually keeping tuning into that you will do yourself a massive favor of being able to manifest what you're looking for physically yeah and that's something that, you know, often people say, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to get there. And one of the things that I, I say is you don't have to be there all the time. All you have to do is keep going to the place that you, you're thinking about it. You've got the willingness to, to feel the, the way that you want to feel so that you're, you know, it's impossible to keep in that vibration constantly and that puts people off even beginning you know I can do it one day I can do it for one hour but I can't keep it going what do I do then well just you know just set the you know, set the willingness to, to feel it and you know, and recognize it every time you do and, and don't also, beat yourself up when you yeah, don't and also when when really when you feel really shitty it's good because that means that all the rubbish is coming out. You know, you've got to let the rubbish out. Like when you do a detox, you've got to let the rubbish pass through and come out. You feel the stress of everything or the bad relationships or the bad food you've eaten when, you know, when it's coming out, you know? So it's like, oh, yeah. wow, good. I feel awful today. <laughs> Tomorrow I'll feel better. Yeah. And it's, it's keeping the curiosity about that as well that's the other thing that i i like to keep you know keep the curiosity going okay so i feel like this mm, i wonder what's going to come out of this i wonder what i'm going to learn with this you know and it's it's sometimes it's faking it till you make it you feel so blooming low but you know if you kind of go with the curiosity you fake it it's always a, a pleasant surprise when you get to the to the end of it i think it's thank you so when, much uh, so Fiona, for joining me <laughs> No, no, carry on. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> no, no, it's, my it's my pleasure, but I, just something popped into my head. I think it's difficult for people to understand when they see somebody being all sparkly that we've ever been in that really low place. Mm -hmm. But oh my God, yeah. I have. <laughs> yeah. I've been like, know, I've... <laughs> for days at a time of just not being able to get out of my funk. And I'm just like, oh my God, what is going on? You know, it could be to do with. Um, could be to do with feeling bad about business it could be to do usually to do with relationships or something like that and you know yeah we dive for the food we dive for whatever we think is a quick fix to make us feel good i know i've been there yeah kind of we all have we all have um and you know sometimes we go the other way sometimes we just give up it's always been my dream to give up eating when i'm, I'm miserable it's never happened yet but you know people do yeah, that's the other way that they, they just they lose their appetite, they lose interest. Yeah, um, my, my sister's diet. very much like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's and it's not a healthy diet either because it's not that you come out the other side. Look, no, fabulous and fit and and ready to to take on the the world. You're exhausted. You so. Could you, um, could you let us know where everyone can find you? 
I have um, a website and it's FionaRobertson.co and that's that's it and I, I have my retreats on there and I have my coaching on there and um, I'm on Facebook as well so Fiona Robertson Intuitive Body Body Renewer and I do videos and I do small programs short programs and long programs six months as well which help people just get through the it's always at a change of life when you're changing relationship change something's changing in your life you're making decisions for yourself that you you need pulling through to the other side you just need that help to get you over the bridge to kind of like okay this is who I am from now on who are you in the next phase of your life is where I want to get you yeah yeah and we, we can't do that on our own with the best will in the world we can't do that on our own. and we your friends to, and to help your us. family uh, want you to stay as you are yeah Unfortunately, that's true because yeah. we don't like change. Nobody likes change. We don't like it in ourselves. We don't like to see it in other people. It threatens us. And you know, if, if you change, the chances are I'm going to have to change too. So let yeah. me hang on to you. Let me keep yeah. you as you are. Yeah. And it's done with love. It's not done with anything other than love. But it's not, it's not helpful, no. which is why we, we need to go outside ourselves, outside our circles and find, find the yeah. help that, that you offer. Exactly. But thank you so much. The other place... Of course, you can find uh, Fiona is here on Project Positive Change. Um, you can find me here on Project Positive Change too. Lee, who's not with us today, but there's a beautiful little picture of her up in the corner, um, is uh, the founder of Project Positive Change. If you're interested in hearing more about either of us, search us out. I'm Ali Reiner. I'm your Loved Again coach. You can come and join my Facebook group, which is Loved Again and Forever, or you can check out my website, Alison. Uh, alisonreiner.com and we'll be back next week with more fun on this isn't legal advice so thank you so much again Fiona for joining us <laughs> thank you my pleasure <laughs>